When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're putting you on what we call sudden death academic probation. Could I see some documentation on that, please? Did you invite that kid to your party? Max Fisher. Come on, Dad. There's going to be girls there. I'd rather die. Pull your head out of your... Maybe I'm spending too much of my time starting up clubs and putting on plays. It's time, homie. Kiss me, little one. I should probably be trying harder to score chicks. I like your hat. You're a teacher here, aren't you? Oh, I'm so glad you could come. I want you to meet a friend of mine, Peter mm. Flynn, Max Fisher. Hi. Who's this guy? Has it ever crossed your mind that you're far too young for me? I like your nurse's uniform, guy. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? I don't know what you see in her. I, I don't think she's right for you. What's that supposed to be? Hello, Herman. How are you, Rosemary? I know about you and the teacher. Is Max now? He's about five foot three, 112 pounds, glasses. You know, you and Hammond deserve each other. You're both little children. War does funny things to men. But you'll find a pair of safety glasses and some earplugs underneath your seats. Please feel free to use them. What do you think of Max's latest opus? It's good, but let's hope it's got a happy ending. Rushmore. Thank you very much. Who wants to sex Matumbo? Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks, joining me this week and every week. He sings like an angel and brings like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Uh, got some new underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, really excited about it. Um, your Hanes man? Or- oh, no. Mm-hmm. These are... Uh, one, no, one of the trendy ones online, MeUndies. Some MeUndies? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've never had boxer briefs with a fly before. It's, 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 it's fantastic. It's great. I mean, listen, I, you know, number one, MeUndies sponsor us. I know you guys do it for podcasts. Number two, mm-hmm. um, maybe don't because I don't really wear underpants. 
uh, really only if I'm working out. Or All like right. um, okay. I'm wearing like sweats in front of my in-laws or something. Okay. Like, I feel it's yeah. inappropriate, but got it. Speaking, I, <laughs> I owe my life there. Uh, flying solo in a lone star state. This podcast chief playwriting and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Uh, not much. Uh, I was gonna like. To, I'm just wow. I know a lot about you now. You don't wear underwear. Great. <laughs> not since high school. Uh, interesting. My mm-hmm. little thing today was I finally have unlimited data on my cell phone plan. Ooh, welcome to the good side of life. How did you live before? Two gigs, baby! Two gigs! I could do that in a day. I've seen it. Wild. Well, Dave watches a lot of porno, so. No, no, no. (laughs) Other. Okay. (laughs) Well, congrats. Yeah. I finally upgraded. I used to get clowned at work for having, like, what they thought was an iPhone 5. It was an SE. Then Mm. I upgraded to a 13 mini this year and now i have unlimited data i'm in the 21st century i've arrived so those numbers mean nothing to me uh dave what movie are we talking about where can we get it and what is it about uh from 1998 uh rushmore uh Mm. from wes anderson his second film uh amazon prime you can get it if, if you have a prime membership you can stream it for free otherwise uh itunes youtube youtube google play same same spots all around. Um, synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, when a beautiful first grade teacher arrives at a prep school, she soon attracts the attention of an ambitious teenager named Max, who quickly falls in love with her. Max turns to the father of two of his schoolmates for advice on how to woo the teacher. However, the situation soon gets complicated when Max's new friend becomes involved with her, setting the two pals against one another in a war for her attention. I mean... Yeah, the last close. part was right. I don't know about hmm. yeah. Well, sure, they, they make it's it a sound a lot more normal than it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dana, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Sure, 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 sure. Um, the nephew of the director of my last choice, uh, The Outsiders, is in this film. Jason Schwartzman as Max Fisher. He's also a Coppola. Yeah, he's Talia he Shire's. Adrian! Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Nepotism. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, Bill Murray plays Herman Bloom. Blum. He's good. You know, I like that, this that Bill kid, Murray. That kid's going somewhere. I think you know he's, what? yeah. I think he's so going he's places too. Biz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olivia Williams plays Rosemary Cross. Seymour Cassell is Burt Fleischer or Fisher. Why am I saying Fisher? I don't know. That's one of those um, actors you're like, I don't know the name but i see his face i'm like you're in eight thousand movies i've seen he's a real bad guy yeah Yeah. very much that guy uh brian cox logan roy not in this but in my life currently um but no he plays dr nelson guggenheim uh mason gamble is dirk calloway uh you got some some wilson brothers in this luke is dr flynn andrew Mm. wilson is coach beck um I think, and then Sarah Tanaka is Margaret Yang. I think those yeah. are all like the important folks, right? That's about right. it. Yeah, yeah. The uh, unknown uh, Wilson brother sounds exactly like the other two. It's so yeah, wild. As does. soon as he started talking, I'm like, "That's a Wilson." Yeah. That's, that's he a, pops wow. up. He pops wow. up in things with like. I think at some point I should probably look into this. That he was like, sure he must have been wow. Uh, wow. dating wow. Drew wow. Barrymore because he pops up in a lot of Drew Barrymore films. 
Mm-hmm. As well as wow, wow. Drew Barrymore. Wow. Oh, and wow. Luke. Wow. 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 Uh, let's wow. <laughs> not good impression. Wow. Wow. Let's <laughs> wow. Let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this was before the pod. Dana, what do you got? Um, I feel like I, I know I must have watched this in high school and I feel like I watched it with my parents and I'm like not sure I think it was just probably went over to Hollywood video picked up some DVDs for like, like a family movie night and I think we all were like what the fuck is this but yeah. I've seen it since but yeah I think it was like watching it in high school with my parents okay okay Dave how about you I've seen every other Wes Anderson movie this is the first time I've seen this one I don't know how it got past me no idea it's weird that you've seen all the other ones and not this one. I was shown Bottle Rocket and told this this Wes Anderson guy, just keep an eye out. He's going to do great things. And then uh, the buddy of mine who showed all those movies to me, and, and we went to go see World Tenenbaums in the theater and bought the Criterion Collection DVD and all that. Um, just didn't watch Rushmore. Don't know Jordan why. Mondi, wasn't it? Sure was. Jordan Londy. I knew it. Fucking knew it. <laughs> um, I had also not seen this before. Uh, it's one what? of those movies I feel like was always playing on Comedy Central back when we were in high school. Like, it seemed like this was always fucking on. Dana's making yeah. a face. It, this feels like it was on a lot. But, like, I never sat down to watch it until yesterday. Um, I might have seen, like, an occasional moment here or there, but definitely never, like, a full scene and for sure like, the whole movie or anything here. Um, Dana, did it make the grade for you? Should they pull this back? It's still great. It's still not well. It's still uh, yes. It made the grade. It passes. Um, I think it's like the right amount of Wes Anderson like tweeness of it all. Like I think mm-hmm. it's like really it threads the needle. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pass, okay. Yeah, makes the grade. Dave, what do you say? Thumbs up, man. Uh, like I said, I've seen the more recent movies where he's just, once you give him 50, 60 million dollars, he'll take it to the extreme with his artistic yeah. weirdness. Mm-hmm. Um, this, there, there was some of that here. You'll have those little tiny interludes with the Mark Mother's Ball, like, what is that, a harpsichord and I'm stuff? I'm not sure what and he's playing, a melodica? Uh, it's, it's a fantastic <laughs> soundtrack that we'll talk about later, but, um, and then there'll be like, uh, just uh, weird montages of them doing stuff with cool music played. Um, and it was the perfect kind of um, Wes Anderson sort of movie before he went full himself yeah. a few years uh, later. So it was good. Guys, I did not care for this movie. It's going to happen. Seriously? Happens. Yeah, oh, seriously. Like yeah. In, in general, I appreciate Wes Anderson. I love the life aquatic. I love the Royal Tenenbaums. Like I, I get what he's doing. Um, I think my major problem with this movie was like the basic plot itself. Um, sure. I'm sure yeah. we're going to get into it, but I think if you take these characters and have them do other stuff, I'd be on board. The characters in general, I mean, I, I don't think we're supposed to like Max. I don't like him, but like I like the performance he's giving. And I'm not going to say we're going to hold it back because it's like a well-written movie with good performances and like a lot of those classic Wes Anderson flourishes. But to me, it kind of felt like watching the worst episode of a sitcom you really like. I'm just like, I don't like this story. Like this story is not appealing to me in the least. And it it really took me out of my enjoyment here. Um, So like the cheese, I stand alone. 
I understand you're um, not a fan of private school. I love private school. It's my favorite thing. I love it. Private school. What I what I don't love is a romance between a 15 year old boy and a grown woman where she yeah. is like, "Stop doing this," and he's like, yeah. no, "Doing it." <laughs> like yeah. that was a problem yeah. that I had. That doesn't um, age well. No. I think. I think if we can learn anything from the films when we discussed uh, last week at Christmas, uh, many of these. With the wisdom of hindsight, we realize uh, men stop treating women terribly and stop making it a focal point of your film. Yeah. yeah. Treat us like equals. Listen to us when we tell you, listen to women. And I think mm. that, that's, that's the hard part. When you're looking back on this stuff, it's like, God, we treated women like shit, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Stop we did. trying to convince me to cheer for a bad guy who's doing bad things. Um, that happens often in these movies where I'm like, oh no, like the main character I'm supposed to really cheer for, he's a big old piece of shit. I don't like this guy. Um, Do we have any fun facts about this one before we can get into the uh, recap and segments? I don't know about fun, but there's there's quite a few things that are interesting, I'd say. I don't know about fun. (laughs) Um, This was Jason Schwartzman's first film. Um, Those uh, braces were not real, but... uh, okay. They were, you know, they looked appropriate. He was mm-hmm. he was eighteen when it filmed, and he was playing a fifteen year old, which is fine. He's he's a I was expecting fella, to see like so, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, he 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 had like shaved his beard. He was twenty four or something like that. No, no, no. yeah, he right. was a young guy. Okay. Um, He's young enough, I guess. Rushmore uh, is uh, was filmed in Houston. It was the St. John School in Houston. It's a fancy private school there. That's what plays Rushmore. And right across the street is the public school, which is Lamar High School, and that was Grover Cleveland High. The two sets right across the street from each other. It's real fucked up. It's wow, fucked Houston, up. that sucks. The, the, the Lamar School heads have to like go to school and look across the street at a goddamn monument of learning right there. It's like putting a Morton Steakhouse right next to an Outback. Yep, and, <laughs> and, and, and I was looking right there. And I was and I was looking. I'm like, do they share sports fields? I think oh, they God. share sports fields. They probably share sports fields. I don't Jesus know. Christ. Um, that's a funny little scene. Um, there's a part where Max buys dynamite. Did you guys remember this? It's, yes. little, it's yeah. just toward the end of the movie. Um, it's a parody of the, there's a scene with Val Kilmer in Heat where he buys dynamite and he holds his ID up like that the exact mm. same way. And they both request the order to be made out to ready demolition of Tucson, Arizona. Um, okay. That's vaguely clever. Um, and I, I was seeing that. I'm like, what the? Oh, shit. Why? And uh, I couldn't find an explanation why. I just thought that was kind of fun that Wes Anderson thought enough of heat to drop that little piece in there. I just figured it was supposed yeah. to be funny that a little kid's able to buy a box of dynamite. Yeah, that part's that funny was, as well. And he immediately, funny. and then he drops it. He drops like, it. Hard. And yeah. then runs away with a, a very realistic looking BB gun. Yeah, we can talk more about that yeah. later. Yeah, um, I have a. It's not about this film, mm. but it's about Wes Anderson. And in Austin now, we have this road. It's like Anderson Lane, something I think, and it runs east west. So now West Anderson Lane oh, no. is Wes Anderson. Hang on. Of course it is. Boo. Yeah, boo. <laughs> Fuck out of here. It literally like just happened like in the past like month or two uh, i don't, I don't like it i don't like i it. understand 
West I've Anderson. Been to Austin makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some cool people there, and Wes Anderson's pretty cool. So yeah, I get it. Oh, he's I definitely something. Yeah. Uh, well. Let's get into the recap and segments here, Dave. Where do you want to get us started? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Max Fisher, who is Max Fisher? A fascinating character. I couldn't, I was trying to like just figure out a phrase to describe him, just just straight up. I was like, is he the smartest dumb kid? Sort of. He's a different kind of smarts. He's, um, is he, I, I thought to, in, in, in my head, a big thing was uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. Maybe. He's definitely a master of none. That is certain. Tries everything. Tries to jack a lot of trades. Um, I no, I, I think. But what what I ultimately the uh, conclusion that I came to was tries everything, so he can avoid what he doesn't want to do, which is the regular academic stuff at school. So he gives himself an excuse. That's I what I saw. So. I guess so. I he's just very aggressively off putting. Is yeah. kind of is kind of what did it for me, and I kept on feeling like this is what Napoleon Dynamite would be if Napoleon was like a great big asshole instead of like a yeah. lovable loser. Sure, like if Napoleon yeah. was like a really conceited, like thinks he's better than you, kind of a dickhead. That's basically what this movie would be. I don't think it's akin like Napoleon Dynamite. I think has like learning differences is the way it always came <laughs> off to me, which is I why I does. I don't. <laughs> I don't like that movie because I'm like, I think we're just laughing at a kid who's like developmentally yeah. behind. I don't think he is. I just think he's weird. The face he makes when he does that tells me yeah, something's it's... not well, quite there. <laughs> but regardless, I bet he has better grades than Max. Maybe. Yeah, I, just, I bet he does. Max is like, I think he's like, precocious feels wrong. But like at the end, I was just like, oh, these precocious kids. Like they're just wise beyond their... Wise beyond their years. Um, yeah, I think the thing that like they don't necessarily do a great job of showing us is why anybody follows Max. Like we're not given any justification. He has an entourage, and I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like it's a, but it also looks like an entourage of like kind of other loser kids. Well, potentially well, or just younger kids who don't know. I don't at know. At Rushmore, yeah, but he has an entourage at Grover Cleveland that's going to be normal fucking kids. Now those mm. kids look like dorks. <laughs> what? For real? Yeah, I don't, well, that, that black kid seemed pretty cool. I don't yeah. Know. No, he didn't. Like a nerd. <laughs> Maybe because I was a black nerd, I recognize okay. my fellow blurs. But yeah, I don't blurs? know. He seemed yeah. like enemy. Yeah, he's, he's a blur. Mm. It's fine. Okay, it's like one of the only black kid in honors classes. I can tell you. That's like oh. maybe he's more of a dork. He wasn't. He's. I don't know if he's in honors classes with me, but he's definitely I'm like that. Kid's not cool enough to hang out with me. That's fair. Yeah. He was not athletic. Uh, that's true. I was looking at all of his scores and his classes when the bad when the uh, headmaster gives it to him. I'm like, wow. Uh, I hope those are curved, man, because you are you're failing all, all your classes this semester. That's, he was getting thirties and everything. Thirties and forties. I'm like, that's yeah. that's not ideal. So I'm guessing they grade with a pretty hefty curve. Uh, I mean, he's, he's probably the deep. He's super failing. I'm yeah. surprised they even give grades. 
But this doesn't seem like that type of private school. No, this this is a this is a for sure hard grades kind of school. This is a dead poet society type of school. That's right. Exactly that. This is an okay. You want the A plus? Hundred and three percent at best. Need extra credits. One hundred percent standard A. And then they go right into the extracurricular montage, which hey, some of the some of them are funny. Some um, of them are funny. He's yeah. the editor in chief and publisher of the Yankee Review. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the French club president. He just sits there smiling next to an Eiffel Tower and wearing a beret. I'm like wearing a beret. Okay, got it, got it. Because um, he likes to wear hats. He of course is Russia in the model United Nations, but they're still using the USSR flag. They are. Which this I'm is like, a is long this, time after is this the wall came set down. in the 80s. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, are, are they just couldn't afford to invest in the new? Was it this school? I think, it's red, I think they do red, white, and blue there. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Russia's do the red. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vice president of the Stamp and Coin Club. Sure. He's, a, he's, a numis, he's a numismatist. Mm-hmm. Just like Megan Mills. It, yeah, I'm going to say. Like a Lawland coin collectors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I, I knew what, what that's, that's what they call themselves, but mm-hmm. yeah. That's stuck up here for whatever reason. It's from a, it's a uh, Boy Meets World episode. I think that's where you got it from. That's where I got it from. <laughs> uh, debate team captain. He seems like someone who could just stand up there and just be disagreeable. He so that sounds hard. Right. Yeah, he could talk. I don't know if yeah. he's making points. No. Yeah. He's talking. He's going to talk. Yeah. Because I've seen like the great debaters and stuff, and it's, I don't know if it's quite his thing because it's people memorizing big chunks and trying to say it as quickly as possible at somebody. Yeah. And then, getting a response was, back but hey, was a, um, i don't know if it was a netflix documentary or if it was like a scripted show on netflix about debate team and i'm mm-hmm. just like this seems fucking miserable like you're not even it, it, it's not even like you're having a conversation going back and forth it's like i've memorized seven pages of text and i'm gonna say them as quickly as i can and someone's like scoring on like a rubric that that should not be what debate team is True. I agree. Okay. Uh, he's the team manager for the lacrosse team. Of course. Yeah. So he's holding water bottles and washing jock straps. Yeah. Um, he, he probably should actually be like keeping track of like ground ball pickups, like interception, <laughs> like doing stats. He should be a whatever. stats guy. Yeah, he yeah, should be yeah. a stats guy. Well, this is a private school. They got a separate statistician, and this this he purely oh, just likes thing. to pick up the jock straps. Yeah. <laughs> Of jock straps. That's all he does. Uh, calligraphy club president. That's always fun. I, I like when people write nice. I love that's that. Great. I mean, I I'm a type nerd. That's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, the astronomy society founder. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of people looking up while he just stares at the camera. I thought that was kind of. Funny. That was weird. Yeah. Um, uh, captain of the fencing team. Uh huh. That's something. That's a tough, God. That's a tough sport. I think it just—it doesn't mean he's good at any of this. I don't right. think he's good at any of these things. Yeah, they are probably the worst fencing team in all of Texas. A lot of fencing Ooh, teams. I, this this felt like New Hampshire to me. Okay, all I right. thought it was not like NLA. Wow, we all thought it was somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JV track and field decathlon. Yeah, this That's is rough. a textbook example of being bad at stuff. He looked like he was dying. <laughs> Yeah, he was not he having was a good not, time. He, no. Just running over a bridge, like ah, ah. huffing and yeah. puffing. Yeah, uh, give up on that one, man. He, he's the choir master of the second chorale. I guess there's somebody in front of him, and he's just I direct oh. everyone in back. I think, yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Uh, founder of the Bombardment Society. I can get on board with that. I was yeah. always a fan of uh, 
bombardment dodgeball person bombardment yeah yeah i was like that's just a fancy way to say dodgeball I there think is. bombardment isn't bombardment like it's one on everybody. Team. It's like one on thirty dodgeball though. We're like one person oh. has the ball. It's like sharks and minnows dodgeball. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Whoa! Mm-hmm. That's like a lot. Um, he's a yellow belt in the kung fu club. He's not good at kung fu. That's the second no. belt you get. Yeah. Uh, he is the, the probably the most irresponsible one because they're just just doing it on the quad. <laughs> the uh, trap and skeet club. Just on the quad, just shooting into buildings, not shooting <laughs> yeah. high enough. No, it was just—it was all just done so wrong. But then, hey, he was allowed to do it. Whatever. Uh, the Rushmore Beekeepers Society president—that'll mm-hmm. come up later. Um, yeah, I feel like that's the only one that's like, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget this one. He, he yeah. knows bees. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see the uh, Yankee Racers founder. I don't know what a Yankee is. Is is that the type of go kart that they were driving? I, I think I, I figured Yankee was like the mascot of the of the high school because also the Yankee mm. Review. So I'm like, they, they have to be the Yankees. Rushmore, Rushmore Yankees. Yankees. Okay, cool. Uh, he is the director of the the Max Fisher Players, <sighs> which I it's probably the most pleasant part of the movie. I, I like the little little skits that he puts on. They, I enjoyed yeah, it. I like those. Um, and uh, we find out later that he's an alternate on the wrestling team when he's talking to Bill Murray and suddenly yeah, his wig whooped. gets called up and he's just, just nude. He's ready to go <laughs> in, in his singlet. Just gets but suplexed. He, he does not have wrestling shoes on. That was my no. only... He had on like regular like gym shoes. Yeah. And he was, he was taken down as he was supposed to. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but back to the Max Fisher players. Um, oh, man. Yeah. These plays... Um, we find out early on how he got into Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Apparently in second grade, he wrote a one-act play about Watergate. I don't even know uh, how you is, can do that. Watergate is so long and complicated and convoluted. But I did it from a second grader's perspective where it's just, yep, the pres- president did something bad. The end. One act. <laughs> Rushmore. Um, or Rushmore. Yeah. Um and they gave him a full scholarship, I guess, from second grade until he's like a freshman or sophomore now. And they've still kept him. So that yeah. uh, must have been a really good play. Yeah. He's been uh, the entire time. That's odd. Yeah. First, the first one we see is a theatrical adaptation of Serpico. This was so ridiculous. Like, this is one of the few moments in this movie that like, really had me laughing. Yeah. Particularly that little kid dressed up like a nun. Mm-hmm. Like that was a very nice touch, dressed up like a nun, like like wiretapping into someone else's phone. That, yeah. was, that was a funny visual. How you can tell a movie was made before April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine? Guns. All the guns. Yep. Are in school. There's explosions. There's rocket launchers. Uh, this this just came out in late ninety eight, and then Columbine. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't. This was. Yeah. yeah. This was one. But yeah, because the, they went to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Serp goes like, oh. They're across the street. Let's all open fire outside the windows. Bam, 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 bam. Real guns, squibs, everything, blanks. Yeah. Just yeah. bombardment it's, everywhere. It's also wild to me because I'm pretty sure there's like, he says the line in that part where it's like, um, you have to enter st- stage right with a bag of cocaine. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Just, <laughs> to enter stage right. Yeah. They're just really letting him go to town with these. Yeah. Adaptations. Was, they spent a lot of money on that on that the L Just car the, that drove by too with all the sound the effects. Sets, man. Uh, a lot of yeah. there, there were priests and and nun costumes and um, police and suits and yeah, the, nice stuff. 
He's been yeah. using the resources at this private school, and I was entertained. Mm-hmm. I, I would have watched that and been like, I, I've seen the movie. The movie was good. This was live high school theater, though. It's very it was, different. It was, it was just fine. Um, when he goes to Grover Cleveland, you see one scene where he's in a car. It's from the movie, uh, uh, what's it, American Me. You ever seen American Me? No, I didn't get this reference material. So I'm just like, what is this? And it felt so kind of tacked on and necessary for me. (laughs) I was like, well, fan on this. Give me more of this play. So he's playing the Edward James Olmos part. Of course he is. Edward James Olmos also directed this film. It is about the origins and founding of the Mexican Mafia prison. Okay. Because, yeah, he's dressed up like a cholo with, like, the the teardrop tattoo and the whole nine. Yeah. For me, it was like, oh, now he's at the public school so yeah. he's doing like, yeah oh, also would have made sense yeah. yeah that movie has a body count attached to it because oh, they did not get permission if you want to read about it feel free good movie though what? if you like watching <laughs> movies about gangs with, i guess with, with accidental deaths as part of them not accidental oh no not accidental <laughs> edward J. Wait, what wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, people, people, people were purpose? killed people were killed Making the movie? Not making the movie. They uh, were advisors on the movie. They were. Uh, they say oh, they helped so write called, the script for like ratting on the on the. Oh, I guess if you are ratting on, they technically didn't MMA, didn't, didn't rat. You. Everything was fictionalized, but not fictionalized enough apparently. Wow. So, you know, um, speaking of people yeah. dying in ways you would not expect, if you guys haven't watched that Von Dutch documentary on Hulu yet, watch that shit. People are murdered as part of the Von Dutch clothing line. That's did what, Von you know, Dutch die? Well, Von Dutch uh, died before his name was licensed for shitty trucker hats and, sh- and shit. Oh, yep. Yeah, right. he was also a Nazi, so there's that. Well, it's a dark documentary, know, the, guys. Well, the, yes. the, the 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 guy at the end of the, uh, the documentary is like, oh yeah, uh, they didn't know about that. Uh, yep. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Maybe I made up the document. Yeah. Maybe I didn't. Uh, it's good. It's a, it, it, when shitty it's people short. get together and make a clothing line, it's mm-hmm. just feel free to watch it on Hulu. Um, let's see. Mm. And uh, at the end, Heaven and Hell, the Vietnam. Oh, boy. Uh, just so wild. We're, we're going to go into more detail later, but it's like yeah. Platoon, Apocalypse Now. But again, guns. Just well, and, see, and that's what he used the dynamite for, right? Yeah. That's what that was for. For me, this felt a little bit like a missed opportunity. Like, if you're going to do this huge production, I think you cut the Serpico and American Me scenes, so you're just kind of dumbfounded by the spectacle of this. Like, you let us know yeah. he's working on a play, and then this is what it is. Yeah. But if you're going to do Serpico at Rushmore with that big budget, I think you really highlight how limited the resources are at Grover Cleveland. It can't look as good here as it did at their fancy rich school. I thought it, it looked, looked better. better. It, it looked, looked better. better. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the special effects. I was like, oh, shit. Incredible. Amazing. That, that flamethrower was a real flamethrower. It was throwing The plane? <laughs> the way the plane? Yes. What? And the helicopter? The plane. The plane. Oh, the yeah. plane. The plane. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The plane. It was great. All right. So, <laughs> oh, and uh, one more club, the Piper Cub Club, because apparently he, f- he flies too. He, he flies a, on a couple Piper times. Club. I, I think four and a um, half hours. They, I, I sort of, I loved this. How long the scene lasted with all the different clubs. I couldn't help but compare it to all of Williams' clubs and can't hardly wait. And yeah. I, I did miss the the funny pun joke of William being the founder of the large wooden club. 
<laughs> like that was a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um. So obviously he's overextended. We saw his grades. He's not doing well. And the uh, and uh, Logan Roy is like, sorry, uh, if you don't get your grades up, fail another class. Would have been nice. Would have been like, fuck off. He, he's incredible. Um. And it, true the, Logan form, Logan Roy fashion. There, there, there just wasn't much for him to do here, other than when when, when he yells when they first try to break ground on the aquarium. Yeah, um, that was pretty that, nice. It was about as Logan Roy as he gets, but uh, he's he's fantastic. But yeah, um, so I yeah, like like I said before, I think all all he really does is uses all these clubs as an excuse not to do the stuff he doesn't want to do, which is fair. I mean, yeah. school school sucks. The it uh, regimentation, like, it sucks. Yeah. It's like Van Wildery. Because like Van yeah. Wilder doesn't like to do a class, so he just gets involved with like a million different things. Just everybody. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you should you should definitely re- you should you should remove it. And then because he advocated for removing it, they made it required from grades seven through twelve. Because they had so much. I thought he changed his mind. That's what happened. That, that that Rosemary loved Latin. Yes. Yes. He, that is what uh, happened. Because then he like leads yeah the petition that he has is like a petition to get it required because he's like oh they're getting rid of latin and he's like bullshit i've had that for five years now they want to do it and then yeah rosemary likes latin so he's like oh i'm gonna get everyone to be required to learn latin to impress yeah. who I like who is 30 yeah, yeah. there was a there, widow there was a fantastic was a fantastic line there that, that reminded me of, of world tenenbaums in summation i have only one question is latin dead um, that, that reminds me of the uh, Owen Wilson. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, people say, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Custer died a little bighorn. Well, my book presupposes is maybe he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he, asked, he asked a nice question that, uh-huh. that's just, it's stupid. Of course, it's dead. No one actually speaks it. We just no learn it to like a thousand years. learn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Um, let's see. Uh, reading a book at the library, see somebody wrote in the margins. Ooh, you don't do that. It's a beautiful Jacques Cousteau quote in a book about marine biology. And he just reads, he's like, this is fantastic. And the librarian feels free to just give him who took out the book last. It just gives him that information. You'd be, like back in the, you'd the card in the back. You'd yeah, be able to figure it out. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But hey, privacy. You don't no. get to know what I read. Not back then. You don't get to know what I read. No. no. We, no. At, at, at a school, not outraged. I don't know what you read because you might have written the fucking margins or drawn some dicks in it or whatever. Uh, fine. Well, if she drew a dick in it, I'd be like, fine. But uh, a beautiful quote in lovely handwriting. Yeah. Um, the, the handwriting in general in this movie is lovely throughout. Yeah. Comes back to Miss Rosemary Cross. She is a, is it Kim? Is it? Second grade, first grade, first grade. teacher, first, first grade, grade teacher, yeah. loves fish. Um, there's just fish around and he takes a look. He does the classic. I'm going to look right. I'm going to look left. Wait, <gasps> focus. And his face goes forward. His mm-hmm. mouth opens. He's all excited. He's like, oh my gosh, who is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately becomes obsessed and it's creepy. Yeah. Almost immediately. This is where the movie lost me. Really? Like, yeah. You, you don't like it? If you like never saw it before, I completely understand. Because yeah. if you just watch it now, you're like, oh. I'm just like, I don't. Okay. All right. Number one, 
I don't like to watch a guy aggressively pursue a woman who could not be less interested and also who's made kind of generally uncomfortable by his presence. But yes. it hurt that for whatever reason, they seem to have her flirt back with him a number of times. Where, I mean, there were, okay. there were a number of moments where I'm just like, the things that you're saying, if you know that he's into you and he's like, not right in the head, Napoleon Dynamite style, uh, you might want to let me, not say some of these things. Let me tell you what I got from it. Her well, more about her her backstory. Her backstory. Her her husband had, had recently died, mm-hmm. um, so she was dealing with all of that still. Um, so I, I figured when she was like talking um, a little looser than you would between a student and a teacher, it's like I lost my husband not too long ago, and I'm talking to someone. She'd probably been a little closed off for a little while. I I thought that's. I, I didn't think it was her reciprocating or doing anything like that i don't but, think it was uh, necessarily reciprocating i don't think she was like hitting on him yeah but it just it seemed like and maybe this is my perspective as the husband of a teacher and the son of a teacher i know how important it is to like draw real distinctions with some of these kids and it just kind of felt like the kid is obviously super obsessed with you. She was saying things to him after he basically sexually assaulted her in the classroom <laughs> that yeah. were not what? like, Hey man, get the fuck away from me. You remind me of my ex-husband, my, my dead husband. You remind me of him was a thing that she said, well, they were like one inch apart face to face from each other. Mm. It was just a, when he was like, Oh, I get it. You're not attracted to me. Oh, it's not, it's not that it's not, you're 15. It's not about an attraction. I'm like, bitch, like you're look at what you're doing. You're I think she's trying to say like, away. but I think in that sense, some of the stuff she's saying, it's like, it has nothing to do with an attraction or not, or whatever, dude, like yeah. you are 15. I think yeah. I thought her, her mindset wasn't like, oh, I'm just like, oh, I could. No, I think she was just like, dude, attraction is not a part of this. True. My head's not even going there. Yeah. You're 15 years old. No. Like I'm not, that's not even entering my mind. Yeah. When right. they're sharing a picture of lemonade in the library, yeah, I, I believe. A picture of lemonade in the library. They would never allow an open topped no. anything in the library. He brought um, it in and he's, yeah. he's sweet talking. He, he yeah. He's Max Fisher. He doesn't give a shit. That floor will be sticky. <laughs> Someone's going to spill something. Table, um, sticky. And, um, and she comes flat out and says, you know, no chance, bro. Never going to happen. Yeah. She's very clear. But you got to remember, 15-year-old, what does that equal? Dumb. Stupid. Yeah. Dumb, stupid. Okay. Yeah. These are, these are dumb. Um, if you, yeah, dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb. That's really all I have to say. Dumb, it's, dumb, dumb, dumb. No, as soon as you say something to, to him, if he still has that feeling and that feeling hasn't gone away, whatever you said in one ear, uh, out the other. This is going to feel the same way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because she likes fish. He wants to build an aquarium. Because that's just, it's it's the natural the leaps. progression, right? Yeah. The leaps. That's amazing. Like, yeah. And a oh, she likes like piranhas and shit in it. Yeah. She likes Latin. So let me restore the Latin program. Oh, yeah. she's big into fish and writes in the margins of the Jacques Cousteau book. Let's build an aquarium. <laughs> Best part about restoring the Latin program is it's because she, she, she studied latin american political systems or economic systems yeah yeah not the same bro that's hilarious he even not tells her it's not she's even like no over and not. over again yeah he doesn't learn no she even teaches him like yeah oh not that latin like, no, it's like more central, central america. america oh yeah central america latin mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. In one ear. Yeah. Laura didn't, didn't hear anything about. Um, and when they do the uh, what was it the? No, it's where does he get the money for the whole first um, uh, aquarium disaster that eventually yeah. leads to getting kicked out of school? We haven't, I haven't even talked about this character yet. Is right. Max Fisher kind of takes the air out of the room? Um, Bill Murray plays a character by the name of Herman Bloom. Sure does. Um, Love he him. goes all in pretty much from top to bottom. I, 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 I really liked his first little speech. So I think right now we'll, we'll do some potent quotables. What did you say? Um, he yeah. does a first little speech at the very beginning. It tells you everything you need to know about him. And it kind of brings uh, Max into his size. Like, what is he talking? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. And, and those kind of speeches in chapel aren't supposed to jack people up. And he was, he ended up being the only person clapping, which I thought that, that was kind of funny too. But uh, you guys have it real easy. I never had it like this where I grew up, but I send my kids here because the fact is you go to one of the best schools in the country, Rushmore. Now for some of you, it doesn't matter. You were born rich. You're going to stay rich, but here's my advice to the rest of you. Take dead aim on the rich boys. Get them in the crosshairs and take them down. Just remember, they can buy anything, but they can't buy backbone. Don't let them forget it. Thank you. And, and yeah, very nice touch to have the only kid who like applauds us at all be Max. And also he's the only one wearing his jacket. Yeah. Everyone else is very relaxed and there's like their, you know, yeah. collared shirts. And he, he's up here in the full, the full uniform clapping his ass off. Yeah, he starts off as a real, real tough guy. I mean, doesn't stay that way. He kind of gets just broken up by life and everything toward the end of the movie gets real sad. But um, he he, he was king shit right there for a moment Mm -hmm. on that. uh, I don't know what you you call that in the church. That's not a a Uh, pedestal. Pulpit, right? Pulpit, pulpit. Yes. Pulpit, pulpit. deus. There we go. Um, What else we got here? Uh, You know, you and Herman deserve each other. You're both little children. She was, and that's true. She is 100% right. Both legit little kids. Uh, Um, Oh, wait. One, I'll I'll say this one. Um, Where is it? Uh, There's a Scottish uh, student. Um, I needed subtitles. But, but, but because he doesn't know the difference between Scotland, Scotland, and Ireland, and the difference between Latin language and Southern and Central America, or just Mm -hmm. Latin America, whatever. Well, tell that uh, stupid Mick he just uh, made my list of things to do today. Yeah, um, that's also the name of us of the first song on uh, Fall Out Boy's record. Uh, that whole line is. It, yeah, oh, and I, and I didn't know where it came from until I watched the movie. Fucking so. hell! I, I um, there was there was one line. A lot of these lines I didn't really make note of because. Wes Anderson's writing style is always going to have a lot of lines that are, you can pick basically whatever dialogue you want from the movie because he's a, he's a great writer and a lot of these lines are memorable, but he's, there's a moment where he's really trying to impress Miss Cross. And I did like that in this scene, they're on the bleachers and he keeps on like walking over to say something and sitting down and then walking away. I appreciated the the fact that every time he walks over, you hear how loud it is that he's like walking on these on these metal yeah. bleachers. But she tells him that she went to Harvard, 
and he tries to come over the top and one up her and says, uh-huh. "Well, my top schools are one who play Oxford and the Sorbonne, but my safety's Harvard." I'm like, no one is safety school is Harvard. I'm be impressed by that. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, I liked. Uh, there's a couple. I actually have a couple. So when he has, he meets like Luke, Luke Wilson as Rosemary's date. Oh, he's like very. He's very annoyed, and he goes to introduce uh, Herman to Rosemary, and he's like, "This is Miss whatever her name is in the movie." And he's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't catch this young man's name." Um, the young gentleman's name, and then they're at dinner, and he's like, I like your nurse's uniform, guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> these these are such a dick. I know, such a dick. He's like, these are OR scrubs. And he goes, oh, are they? Yeah. And then yeah. Bill Murray almost checks on his dick. It's just like, it's, it's so uncomfortable watching your friend like obviously be intimidated into being an asshole to another guy. I think every guy I know has been there before. <laughs> just like, dude, what are you doing right now? It's just so good. It's like, it's just shit talking to the waiter of like, I'm sorry, this evening was ruined because we yeah. weren't expecting him and he's not even dressed appropriately. Right. No, the, the evening was ruined because you served a 15-year-old kid. With some kind of soda, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's that as well, and I think it's like after that speech where Max like stands up and applauds uh, Bill Murray as Herman Bloom or Blum, whatever. Uh, like you could tell, there's like an immediate affinity because someone actually likes Herman, and he goes to uh, Brian Cox or Dr. Guggenheim, sharp little guy, and then Dr. Guggenheim goes, one of our one of the worst students we've got, <laughs> one of one of the worst students we got. <laughs> Just pure oh, and simple. Man. Worst we got. Yeah. Um, that was still nice. like, that's one of the worst suits we got. Like, come on, man. There were a couple good hand job lines. Um, oh, sorry about what I said lines. about your mom giving me a hand job. Um, dear Max, I'm sorry to say I've secretly found out that Mr. Bloom is having an affair with Miss Cross. My first suspicions came when I saw them uh, Frenching in front of her house. And then I knew for sure when they went skinny dipping in Mr. Bloom's swimming pool giving each other hand jobs while you were taking a nap on the front porch. Giving each other hand jobs. Oh my God. Yeah, that that dirt kid, he's Jesus. Yeah. Pretty sure he's Dennis the Menace before this. Oh God, is he really? I, think so. I need to see him again, but he might be. Yeah. He's from so. Wisconsin, right? Oh crap. Oh crap. crap. Um Let's see. Uh, I'm surprised they let him build a real campfire on stage. It's clearly a safety hazard. Well, last year he tried to raise piranhas. Yeah, I know he did. What'd you think, Mr. Little Jeans? Best play ever, man. God. Those three and that, that little convo at the end was yeah. adorable. I thought that yeah, was great. Clearly a safety hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Dirk's first movie was Dennis the Menace. I don't okay. know. Hopefully he's not the deep oh, dive. Hopefully he's sweet. not the deep dive. <laughs> Uh yeah, I was in the shit. <laughs> you were now yeah. huh? were you in the shit. That was yeah, I, prim- was in the shit. Uh, pr- I believe Premier Magazine did a top 100 best lines yep. of all time. Wow! And they put that like it was like number 56 or 57, something like that. Wow. I was like, say that. But when when I watched it again, I'm like, yeah, pretty cool. How how he delivered that? Mm-hmm. That, was, that, that was all right. Yeah, I was in the shit. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's all I got. Like everything you do, big show, no results. Um, yeah, needed subtitles. I could have sent a one word that beat said. Sorry, 
<laughs> Don't do like it. Like everything you do, big show. No results. Big show, no results. Big show, no results. We have listeners I... in Scotland, guys. You're going to be super offended by this. Well, no, they... I'm trying. I'm at least like partially Scottish. <laughs> they can oh, send us God. messages like, hey, I'm an American. Uh, look, look at me. I'm like, yeah, you, as you should, because American accents are the worst, and you guys' accents so are the best. Of them. We have and, so many. And we're trying our best, but we're we're just not we're just not good. Yeah. Except for yeah. Diablo Cody, that's exactly what well, Diablo that's a good Cody one. sounds like. That's, that's exactly what you Diablo nailed Cody that one. Is. You nailed yeah. that one. You do not um, know what Diablo Cody looks like. Um, um, there is just one last one where yeah. Luke Wilson, who is a doctor, as we know, because he's wearing OR scrubs. Um, so he's like, he finally meets Max's dad and he goes, oh, I, I hear you're uh, a brain surgeon. He's like, nope, but I get that all the time. Or, so, or like, I forget no, I'm a barber. <laughs> but it's easy to make the confusion or something like that. Yes. Damn it, I meant to write it down. I literally just- It was, it was a good movie. line. And they, they have one to set that up earlier where that Scottish kid, Magnus, is talking to Dirk and Dirk's like, he would never lie. And he's like, yeah, why would he lie? His dad's a brain surgeon. Who does he have to impress? <laughs> You lie. Um, so back to Herman. Um, he's a rich dude with two sons who are terrible. Um, apparently, when they were filming, the, 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 the kids actually pissed Bill Murray off. And uh, it, it wasn't very difficult for him to be like, yeah, I, I don't like this kid because he really didn't like him. Um, let's see. Seems sad. Like, right after that speech, things start to just immediately go downhill for him. Mm-hmm. He just gets... Sad smokes two cigarettes at a time in his mouth at the same time. Uh, when they're in that elevator scene, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, a lot of smoking in this movie in general, everyone smokes in this movie. Yeah, uh, wife is cheating on him. I think that was before he started cheating on her. I think that was her at the at at that party where he's for whatever reason throwing golf balls into the pool. No explanation, yeah. I just felt like throwing golf balls in the pool. She was cuckold to him in front of the entire crowd. And they just stared. And as, as soon as he locked eyes with them, they're like, mm-hmm. and they go mm-hmm. back and just look at each other. Um, for whatever reason, he's like, that Max, you know what? Just go get her. Yeah. Yeah. He's more like me. Started from the bottom. Yeah. Now I'm I was here. Get yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get why uh, people like Max. I don't understand. I didn't like him at all. No, I. It's probably because he's not like the the real stuffy elements of a private school. I'm guessing he probably doesn't like that. Um, well, I get I get why he identifies with him because his whole speech was basically like, yeah, you know, fuck those rich people, and then we find out that, you know, Max's dad is like a a barber. I he seems like he's doing fine in the shop. Doesn't seem like he's in trouble, but like clearly not like a rich family. Yeah. So I get why he likes him. I don't get why anybody else talks to this dude ever. Yeah. yeah. I saw the prices that, that he was charging for individual services. It's a volume business, man. Come on. It's like what? You gotta get bucks a for a cut? Is that what it was? No, it was less. Way less. Oh, like, <laughs> oh boy. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing he, he's, he's either okay not making a whole bunch of money or uh, every time we see him in that shop, he's just not – He's turning and burning, and the times that we see him, he's got like one customer that he sits with for two hours. Shop is never busy. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. Um, he wears Budweiser swim trunks, which, which I appreciate. <laughs> really, those were so cool. Dope. I'll give you that. Um, Max comes to him because like I want to build an aquarium. I'd like thirty grand. 
I'll give you twenty five hundred. Just <laughs> deal. Just to, I don't know if it was to make it go away or I want to see what you're getting. You know what? I don't care about the money. Let's see what I, you do with it. I think it was that. I think it was a yeah. guest. Don't need it. I'll be fine. Yeah. So I think he just spends it. He spends it on. Um, does he go to the store and buy fish? And then I guess he gets hires workmen to break ground on something he gets did. zero permits with. They had yeah. one dude with a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. One dude. So he, he literally, because they tried to build the aquarium twice. Sure did. There's the first one for twenty five hundred. Yeah, the that's time, where he gets eight yeah. million dollars. <laughs> you see the price? Oh there? wait, oh so he did get money. Okay, because I was like, oh, yeah. why does anybody yeah. show up? Because he's not putting a well, deposit on anything. Right. No, he got money the second time around because he convinced Herman that was a way to like impress Miss Cross. That's, okay, right. that's right. Build the that's aquarium. Right. If you build it, she will come. No, if they okay. were actually if they were actually doing if it's something that they have to dig for, you got to get a, what like a water table study. You got to yeah. do. Uh, uh, you have to environmental assess impact the, study for sure. Yeah, environmental impact study. You have to assess the the integrity of the ground below the structure. See if you have to dig pylons. I mean, there's no permits, no nothing. I, He's like, I planted four trees on my property. We had to have somebody come out and survey the ground first, to make sure there was no like gas lines and shit under where we're gonna dig. It's, I started to believe Max is just someone. I'm gonna see how far I can take this. See how far people let me take this. Yeah, yeah. And he got like, to the point of groundbreaking. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a scammer. But like uh, the fact that like people would show up with chainsaws or do any like and and cut trees down. Cut trees down. <laughs> it like, wasn't a prop. He's cutting trees down. Yeah, yeah, they're ready to take down the baseball field. Yeah, he got a little mini mock-up. I guess that's the second time when like Herman's much more on board. Yeah, but yeah. you're still you're like, I'm gonna need a deposit to bring my chainsaws. Um, like I don't care about the permits. Like I think for some of the brown breaking groundbreaking stuff like he might have been able to get away with it yeah. but i still think some of those folks are going to be like i'm gonna need a, i'm gonna need a deposit yeah before i yeah. show yeah. Up. start cutting trees then you pay me later on like you mow did he mow no money down yeah um oh get rid of this bar logo so there's <laughs> there's a. Uh, so there's a ceremony, everything's happening, and then you just see the headmaster and a bunch of other folks running. It's like, the fuck you doing, man? What what is what you're gonna hear on the big what? Yeah. What? And they take him back to I guess a, a big meeting room and he's just crying, crying, because he's that was been a kicked nice out shot. of school. That was a nice was shot of just, no audio. Just, just, <laughs> openly <laughs> weeping. <laughs> no audio. Yeah. He um that's it's got to be a bummer he's been at the same school since he was in second grade now uh you're gone sorry mm -hmm. do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars you're done you're basic um so uh during this time um with miss cross and with uh herman they all just like hang out together there's like weird parts of like playing tennis and just doing things and having fun. I'm like, that's that's interesting. Wes Anderson the montage one on one. Yeah, Just have him do yeah, montage. Montage. Um, yeah, I I just wondered if like maybe they just like took pity on him because his mom's dead, his parents don't seem to be around, and it's Makes an excuse sense. for them to hang out. I I don't I don't know. Really? It was it was very hard for you to make sense of what herman's real motivation was because like obviously he hates his kids yeah. and his kids mm -hmm. i mean they suck but they're not 
I think with the right dad, uh, Mr. Stifler from Naked Mile would love to have these kids. Just like two sure. loud wrestling kids <laughs> roughhousing all the yeah. time. Those aren't the kids yeah. he he wanted like the the intellectual kid who had different interests and you know had an eye toward big things and everything. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I think he just wanted like enterprising kids. If like again, because Brian Cox is in this, I'm gonna bring it back to Succession. Mm-hmm. Logan Roy has spoiled little brat kids. He just wants someone who struggled, who will fight. I won't spoil anything in season three, but. <laughs> I think yeah. it's that thing of like these kids are too soft because I've given them everything. I want someone who's a striver. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So there's a couple weird scenes with Bill Murray. He's like hiding behind a tree, and oh Miss Cross is over there, and he like shows up in front of her house, and she like walks. I was like, oh, you're having some carrots. Yeah. Oh, four four hi. carrots on a plate. Yeah, that's that's the worst snack. Not even a little ranch to dip in, just straight up carrots. That's yeah. that's discipline. Never seen it done, but oh hey, no, Dave, whatever. you have seen it done. Our good friend Tony Oaks, his snack was an entire the carrot, carrot. Not, not not carrot on plate. Peeled first, mm-hmm. just carrot on plate with like dirt on it and roots and shit. Still. <laughs> like it was like carrot. like Bugs Bunny just eating carrot, on carrot by itself. No, I would like uh, uh, for dinner. I'll be having my meat portion and my vegetable portion. And then yeah. eight gallons of salsa. Yeah, Dana, you didn't, you didn't, you never ate, had dinner with Tony. We live with Tony. He would have, he, I don't know if he has a very bland palate. Like his dinner would be like a giant chicken breast from the George Foreman grill, no seasoning. <laughs> okay. Um, a carrot, uh, Lay's regular original potato chips, or like what? standard Tostitos, <laughs> like tortilla chips. Um, yeah. and then like, yeah, a, a bucket of salsa. Yeah. It was insane to watch him um, eat food. I'm like, how do you not season any of your food? You just chicken no. breast by itself? It's no, like he, he, he was working out a lot then. He was, he was trying to get yolks. He was trying, he, he was, he was trying to get the ab gutters, the yeah. uh, D'Angelo's. Yeah, he was trying to get the V, the vicious V. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said the chicken with no, with no seasoning, I'm just reminded of that clip of Oprah eating like, oh, this, it's like good. a war meeting chicken and she's just like, did you see, did you season these? No. <laughs> like nope. No, no. Just a little bit of black. At least, at least some black pepper. Come on. Yeah. What's what's going on here? Pepper? Nope. It's, it's just, <laughs> just chicken, huh? <laughs> just wings by themselves. God, that's good. I, I'm trying to think of where I saw it. there was a, a clip that came out over Thanksgiving, where it was like some local news station. And they had somebody come in to make them like a healthy vegan Thanksgiving dinner. And the one black anchor could not hide how gross all this food was. And then one of her coworkers was like, oh, this is pretty good. I'd get this again. And they were, she went, what would you get again? What part was good? Would you really? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. If you like it so much, have some more of it. How about that? And she was like, this is fucking gross and you fucking know it. Like, eat some more yeah. if you like it so goddamn much. <laughs> she was yes. so fucking mad. Le- when, leaves like, a three, eat some more. It's what I always right. say. Leaves a three. When, yeah. when black anchors are new, people just like, lose your first year. Like, yeah. what? And she, she, was, she was chewing like that mouth open chew where you're obviously breathing through your mouth so you don't taste it too just. Yeah, she was having a hard time. This is fun. We're having fun. This is fun. It's okay. (laughs) But there are like clips you can find on YouTube of like black news anchors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of your shit. 
Yeah. But it's I the worst, work. It's the worst, in, it's the worst enchilada I've ever had. Mm. Mm. Hang on. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, nope. Uh, nope. No nope. seasoning. Nope. No, there's nothing you do with a bad enchilada. There's a lot going on in there, but sometimes <laughs> they all come together and it's fucking terrible. Um, so, so they kind of hit it off and I think they, they're canoodling going on. Yeah. I'm trying oh, to remember. There's like some kissing that's they put go on for a walk. After the carrot, they, they go for a walk holding hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's adorable. But that's there is so a scene cool. before that. So I guess like Max is kicked out at this point and he sends Bill Murray as his envoy. I think this is like one of their oh, first right. interactions. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he hops the fence. And this is where he <laughs> winds up like running away. And it's so weird. But he like hops the fence, falls. Funny. Little kids <laughs> are playing basketball. And he literally like... Fucking Kembe Matumbo, some little kid shot yeah. like a seven foot rim. Like while on the phone, still, it was pretty fucking perfect. Yeah, he just cool. bucks the shit out of that kid shot. Who wants to sex Matumbo? Oh boy, that's a great story. Yeah, I don't know about great, but it's it's a story. I'll, I'll tell you that. Sex Matumbo. Yeah. So they're t- they're t- they're together. Uh, Herman, however, is married. Yeah. Yep, they, even though his we 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 don't know one hundred percent if his wife is um, having an affair, but it looked like it, obviously from what we saw. But uh, um, so that's when uh, Max gets that uh, letter that we did the quote for about you know the hand jabs, mm-hmm. um, and that's when they go to war, and it gets a little serious. Um, let's see, first very uh, serious. Yeah, <laughs> no, this, hand. this is. Um, causes a divorce max uh, calls uh his wife and uh talks about the affair while they have tuna fish and uh peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on a rooftop of a garage for on whatever a reason. freezing cold day with 40 mile per hour winds it looks yeah. miserable up there and, and there's like, move, it, move it to a hotel yeah, yeah. there's road traffic right as he's telling yeah. her i'm like that i really was... fucking hate when I thought I thought we were gonna get her going like I really? couldn't hear any of that, and so she's like, oh, <laughs> not at all. Fine, I'll that say it again. Honk, 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 honk. Yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. Um, I, I guess uh, you're being creative. Like, I want you to imagine in your own head what you think it would have been like. But okay, whatever. Um, when he moves into the hotel, Max puts bees in his room. See, came back. You like that? Oh. Ooh, the, the, malicious. The, a bee the beekeeper says, "Hey, he could have been allergic. Could have died." Yeah, it's more common than you think. A wicker bat situation. Yeah. Ah, bees! The bees! The, the bees! fucking bees! I'm dying here. Ah! <laughs> I saw a preview for that for, for the Nicolas Cage movie where he plays Nicolas Cage. It's gonna oh, be so goddamn wow. good. Oh. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. Check it out. Um, Face. Oh, face on <laughs> and uh because you know he's a 50 whatever year old man he's like i'll run over his bike i don't give a fuck and he does because that's not an equal escalation but at least it's some sort of retaliation i was gonna say you you shot way too low he could have murdered you with a thousand bees and you fuck his bike up <laughs> like yeah. you gotta try to murder him back he's fuck getting sued for divorce has to live up. in a hotel Got bees sent on him, and he runs over a bike. You got to ask hey. him, it's a spy versus spy. Throw a bomb maybe, at him. Maybe yeah. for a ten or eleven year old, where your bike is your freedom. 
Yeah. But once you're 15, you got options. Well, you make a little money, up, doing whatever. You can take a cab somewhere if you really need to. But he man. shows up on what is, by all accounting, a cooler bike. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. it's cooler than the other one he had. Yeah. I think his. I think Max's dad's a really nice guy. <laughs> Just, oh, your bike broke. Yeah. We'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll. Hey, we'll figure it out. We'll get you a new we'll vintage bike. It. It's fine. Get a new vintage bike, and uh, it'll have little streamers at the end and, uh, and a little bell on there how's yeah. that sound okay yeah we'll, we'll put a playing card yeah. in the box. Yeah, sounds good um so obviously since it's pro- it's proportional back and forth max goes to the oh, oil refinery steel oh, mill i think he's, it's like a steel a, mill yeah steel mill steel oil. yeah i thought it was oil but steel he yells Houston. into the phone at one point he it's, doesn't want alloy he wants steel it's everything where the fumes kill you because it's yeah. used, it's the it, it, it's the carcinogenic coast. Uh-huh. Um, Steel magnet, magnate, magnate. magnate. Sorry, magnate. Gets under his car, Carnegie style. Cuts his brakes. I guess just cuts him enough where he stills enough brake fluid to get to school. To where it, I don't know. Once he once he gets to school, he creates <laughs> a very dangerous situation for everybody at school. This was pretty funny. This yeah. is this is like attempted murder of a lot of people. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I'm definitely a, oh, a him. Yes. Herman yeah. Bloom, and yes. then accidental manslaughter. Yeah. Yes, yeah. involuntary manslaughter people. of thirty yes. pedestrians. Um, yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny though. And, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry that I said that this was the carcinogenic coast because I have no idea where we're. It may not be Houston. You're exactly it's, right. It's, it's New Hampshire. It's New Hampshire. It's California. Or Vermont, something like that. It's it's LA. You mean the <laughs> southern coast of Vermont, the carcinogenic coast? <laughs> Um. So yeah, he 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 ends up almost hitting the groundskeeper guy, Mister Little Little Jeans. Little, little Jeans. Um, in, in the funniest way possible, he event the car eventually stops just before Mister Little Jeans. He's backing up to the building like, ah, ah, ah. one step left or right, before, pal. Just before it pins into the building, it's uh, I, I don't I, I don't get it. Well, I, and they, I, they it, lead it you on. Funny. They give you a head fake because there's a tree right there. But the yes. tree is slightly in the background instead of the foreground, and you can't tell until he rolls right past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Herman calls the police. Yeah. That's right, and uh, and they just tipped him and, and they take him away. Don't say what the charge is, but he's not getting on a bill if it's attempted murder. But yeah. he gets on a bill pretty quickly because he's a child. Yeah, he's a child. He's still I'm, a child. I'm guessing. Herman just doesn't press charges. He like was mad enough to be like, "I'm gonna call the cops to teach you a lesson." Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But because I was just like, because I was like, "What the fuck happened with the attempted murder charge?" Like the movie just moves on. Yeah, I I did think I did think it was funny when he was grabbing him to the cops. He's like, "Yep, five foot three, little Weasley piece of shit with dumb (laughs) dumb face and hair and glasses. He has a dumb dumb butt and face. He's stupid." That that's how I would describe every, everyone who I'm mad at: uh-huh. dumb, dumb face, face and face with a butt. They're stupid right. a butt yeah. face. I got nothing going. Uh, so how does uh, Max respond? He's got those pictures he took with the kissing, and uh, he's going to take it to the headmaster and get her in trouble. Why would they get her in trouble? Could somebody explain uh, that to me? Uh, well, because he's a big donor. Um, okay, that that would <laughs> probably not- look bad to somebody. You might not be allowed to date parents. Like I, they a, don't ever state I that. But that I could, could see be. that in like a high school situation, but like 
she's a first grade teacher. These kids, right. these kids are like 15, 16. True, I, true. I, I, there's no conflict of interest here. I, that to me, I'm like, I could see if like, you know, if one of my wife's coworkers was dating a, you know, a parent of a kid who's in the same grade or whatever, that's a problem. But like, yeah, I, this to me, I'm just, I needed someone to explain to me why this was a scandal. Yeah, I agree. That's in a, in a 2021 lens. Hey, all's fair in love and war, whatever, so. man. But uh, if, if your kids, if you're not even in the same grade, they, I'm, I'm thinking that she teaches in a completely different wing. It seems like it's building. far away. <laughs> it's far yeah. away. Yeah. There's usually a lower school, middle school, and an upper school. Hey. Yeah. It's all good, but apparently she'd already resigned. She was over it because yeah. they're children and you deserve each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she felt. Ruining adults' lives. Just yeah. ruining yes. them. Ruining. Ruined. Yeah. Oh, ruined. <laughs> yeah. Ruined. Marriage is broken up. People saddened. The headmaster has a stroke. It's probably got a lot to do with him. Yeah. Um, all sorts of shit. Uh, Grover Cleveland High, I thought oh, was interesting because I, I i didn't think he would do very well um based on his mm-hmm. speech is like I, I understand coming from rushmore um but uh i am like you i'm uh, the i'm the common man well and uh, the, he's the common i man. don't have he a wants to, he wants to start a fencing spoon. team for this i don't have a silver spoon yeah i've noticed you don't have a fencing team i'm gonna try to fix that for you yeah um yeah he starts to you know do his homework and stuff he gets tutored by Miss Cross before everything falls apart with her and uh, doing a little better. And um, that rivalry though, man, that's, there's, <laughs> I don't think there's any, there's, there's no coming back. No, it's um, a blood feud. It's just, yeah, yeah, too many bridges, too many bridges burnt. Everything kind of falls apart. And uh, he eventually decides to leave school entirely and become a barber trainee. Cause that's always an option mm-hmm. at any time. I- if your father's a barber. I think after you try to murder someone, yeah. you got to take yeah. a break from school. School is yeah. probably like, well, you, try to, you try to murder somebody over a woman you met four weeks sure. ago. Yeah. <laughs> you said to reassess your life, I think. Yeah, and this is yeah. pre-zero tolerance time. So, so, so they're probably like, as long as it's <laughs> you, you didn't kill somebody in school, you can stay. It's fine. <laughs> it'll, it'll be Whatever. attempted murder. You're okay. It was, it was only attempted. Uh, and the school's all the way. here? Oh, no. And, I mean, it was, no, I mean, and it was a parent at the school across the street. That's all the way across the street. In it's fairness, fine. to quote Sideshow Bob, what even is attempted murder? Do you get the a Nobel Prize Bart. for attempted chemistry? Yeah. This is German. The Bart. The Bart. The. The. Yeah. Die Bart. Die. Uh, um, really. Yeah. And there's just a ton of sadness that, I mean, he, it's life seems so boring. It's like him, it's Max and his dad eating TV dinners, going, cutting hair, so on and so forth. It's all so and, you'll, and and you'll see uh, uh, Herman's life or Bill Bill Murray's life kind of falling apart. You see him go to the hospital. He has flowers. That's when he puts the two cigarettes in his mouth when they talk in the elevator. Um, not having a good time, but uh, all all you really need to get back on the horse at any given time is a shave and a haircut. And the cost? Two bits. Two bits. <laughs> I told you about those old school prices that, that, that he was offering. I don't think he was charged anything. Um, 
they meet up at the barber shop. He gets a, he gets a haircut. He, he looks like a million bucks. He obviously needs to change his shirt and everything, but yeah. he, he his face was gray. He looked he had a terrible gray before that, so yeah. Um, we kind of all went back. Uh, so he starts to improve. Um, then uh, Max goes back to school. He improves. Every, everything's everything's going better, and they decide to do the aquarium thing again. He's like, "What are you worth?" Like. Uh, upwards of ten million dollars, like yeah, give or take. We're gonna need every bit of that. That line, I'm like, for for what? <laughs> As Mr. Grand Gesture Crooks, ten million dollars for an aquarium is that pretty Listen, good? You give me ten million dollars at fifteen, I'm seducing every girl in our graduating class. Like yeah. I'm making the grandest of gestures with with $8 million dollars, like. Yeah. I shudder to think how many stars I could have named after girls that we went to school with. Oh my god! And then we'll have to go. I pulled that move. Crooks, I'm just not. I'm just not attracted. You're like, what? What? <laughs> Is that a way to let somebody down? No, I've got, I've yeah. got lemonade here in the library. What do you mean you're not attracted to me? <laughs> I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a punctuality pen and a perfect attendance pen right here. I'm on the pal. Yeah, those, the, those pins were adorable. Yeah, those were cute little pins. Uh, do, and he's like, I'll, I'll take punctuality. I'll take punctuality. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Um, so Herman hadn't seen uh, Rosemary in six weeks. She didn't want anything to do with him. So for whatever reason, we, we, we thought he'd weaned himself off, but Max like, I'm going to take one more shot see what happens. When he goes through the window with the fake head oh, wound. My God. God. What'd you think of that? What'd you think? Watching that, that scene, scene my, my biggest problem was you're going to lay your wet ass body on her bed with your dirty ass shoes on. Like he, he comes into the window. It, it, it's a monsoon outside. This is like flash flood territory. He comes in through the window, says he just got run over by a car. Okay, whatever. Immediately lays down on her bed with his jacket on. I'd be so fucking mad. Yeah. Even before that, so he says he got hit by a car, climbs a ladder to get in. Oh, was it not a first door window? I thought I it was a first, first door window. Yeah, I thought it was a first oh. door window. I thought it was a second. No, he climbs a window. I swear if it's to God, second he story, climbs a ladder. It's even, it's yeah, even better I if thought it's second he was like story. bent over, but he could have just been like on top of the ladder. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't think about it. I assumed he was on ground level. No, yeah. I think he scales oh, the ladder to get into the... Because I think... Uh. Or I also kind of... I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was kind of on my phone a little bit on this one. <laughs> I don't know why sometimes just, West Anderson movies are can be a little slow. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll happen to you. Happen. But I finish. swear to God, he climbed a ladder. He definitely, oh. but also, why are you going through a window? Right. You just hit Come by the a front car, door. like yeah. Go to the front door. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, tries to sneak a kiss, rebuffed because oh. nothing has changed. Everything's exactly the same. Yeah, and he, he was just trying to test like well, he just like if, tried to kiss her. Let's her see face was one inch from his changed. face. Let me just get to... let me just get right in your face and see what yeah, happens. Plant one. Nothing. Nothing. All right. And uh, oh. she's like, "Leave. Front door's over there." And he's like, "Is this I'll fake leave. blood?" Oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'll leave out the window. Don't worry about yeah. it. Goes back the way he came in. Oh, so. Wow. So Again, I can't cheer so for this funny. guy. Fake blood at this point. I can't cheer for you. Yeah, yeah. it was fake um, preserves. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, no, but he's after that. He's like, okay, I know where that stands. Let's go on with life and figure it out. Um, a- a- after the haircut, uh, him and uh, Herman have fun with pipes at the refinery, just running what? around with pipes. What was that? It was like a training montage. I was like, what no, the fuck? it was it Not- was Wes Anderson nonsense. Is what it was. Okay. It, it, it was irresponsibility in a hard hat zone. That's true. Let me tell you what you don't do. Any of the things they were doing in a place where you have to wear a hard hat. Don't you don't run off yeah. that sure. There's um, some like German safety warehouse video that Bill shared with me. It is wild. The shit that goes down in this warehouse because people are messing. Like people get chopped in half. Their heads yeah. get chopped off. They lose sure. limbs. It's wild. <laughs> Oh, I love Germany. I love you guys. Your yeah. shit is wild. I was like, yeah, I'm never going to fuck around in a warehouse. I don't even want to go in a warehouse. I can't go to Ikea anymore. I'm terrified. Sorry. From the people anyway. who brought you Der Struhl, Peter. Like, yeah, this shit's fucking crazy. It was, I was like screaming while we were watching it. Because like literally <laughs> someone is cut in half. And then because someone's cut in half, there's a lot of blood on the floor. So someone slips, but they're carrying a chainsaw. Can I find this somewhere? Oh, I gotta find this. Find it for you if you can. I'm gonna put it in our Facebook group if we can find that. I need to watch this shit tonight. It's, it sounds terrible. I don't think I need like to a see. Domino, like each bad thing in a in a factory Whoa, warehouse leads domino. to this other terrible thing. Okay, I'm just uh, I need it. Um, and during this, I'd never heard this song that plays during this montage. Had you ever heard? What is this? Uh, let me go. Um, I had my list of uh, Oh Yoko by John Lennon. You ever heard this I'm song? I'm not going to lie to you, Dave. I didn't know a single song from this whole fucking movie. Are you fucking kidding what? me? No. What? He okay, makes let's... so many of these songs. Iconic. Fuck it. We're going to do it live. We're going to talk about these songs. We're going to talk about these songs right now and mic check right now. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic check. One, two. Microphone check. One, two. Um, you'd never heard "The Wind" by Cat Stevens before. I don't believe so. If I had, I don't know the name of it. To the wind, to the wind on my soul. Nope. Nothing? Nothing. Okay. Um, a quick one while she's away by the Who. Nope. Here comes my baby. Oh, nothing. Cat Stevens. I, I knew that one. Here she comes now. I knew that one, and that's the that's only. So but good. looking at the, I mean, obviously this is uh, this is more of like a, a Mark Mothersbaugh score than a soundtrack. Yes. A lot of these movies are made, songs made for the movie. And Mark yeah. Mothersbaugh, we'll uh, yeah, he was in Devo. Um, I first encountered him as the guy that made the theme song to Rugrats. Mm. But like, he's he's. How does that one go again? Do 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 do. That's what I think. Yes, that's what I think about with him is a lot of weird noises from weird instruments. A theremin might show up, like you know, he's he's one of those guys. So yeah, a lot of these are songs I wasn't supposed to know because made from the movie, but like, yeah, I just I didn't recognize a lot of this. Wow, a lot of them are like. like i feel like he makes them like they become more in pop culture like i feel like he just has that way of like taking like Mm -hmm. rolling stone songs you like haven't thought about or heard in a while and it just like i'm trying to think there was one song i was listening to watching it today but i feel like it wound up like popping up in like 
Apple commercials all the time, like after yeah. it appeared in like a, a Wes Anderson film. But yeah, it checks out. Yeah, and of course it, it ends on one of the best songs. Yes, one of one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, you've never heard Bob Bobby Claus has never spontaneously broken out singing the song to you before, Brian. Sing Ooh la la. Uh, Ooh la la. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I did recognize that one. Um, and if you cut off now, you don't get sued. No. There we go. <laughs> the, 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 the Bobby Clawson songs that he often sang were um, 100 Yard Dash by Rafael Sadiq. Oh, man. Uh, that's Love that one. one. I need some Let's sex. Let's take a walk outside. <laughs> yeah, Girl, take a walk. And then he would also sing um, Dirty Laundry by Don Henley. Well, that's a great one, too. An amazing fucking song. Oh, clean, and, uh, who's it? Clean, uh, cleaning Windows by uh, Van mm-hmm. Morrison. Yep, that's a good one. I'm a working man in my prime. Yeah. But, I'm a fan. I'm a fan right now. Ben and Eric Clapton are uh, yeah, they're anti-masking. Yeah, yeah. That's that song. That song still fucks though. I'm sorry to the say. Song it, does but, fuck, uh, yeah. He's yeah. a bad man, but his song. But ooh la la, so many times drinking in college, I'm like, I don't know this song. Because I'd never seen this movie, um, and uh, I didn't know what it was called. But yeah, I it's did a perfect like, song, man. Ooh, ooh la la! It's like the one in Royal Tenenbaums where you see Margot get off the bus, and it's that yes. Rolling Stone song that you're just like, oh, it's so like iconic. Of um, oh, now I can't think of it, but oh, I can hear it in my head, but I can't think any of the words. <laughs> oh, boy, but it's perfection. If I start singing it, I'm going to wind up singing a monkey song. So I don't know why. The oh, wires boy. are crossed. No the wires are crossed. Oh, rest in peace. Was that Michael Tosh? One of the, one of the monkeys. Just that was Naismith. Naismith. Oh, that was Naismith, yeah. Is it Nesmith? We are desecrating the dead. We are. Not good. Naismith. We've also gone off. We've got off the rails here. But yeah. It's fully okay. Perfect. Perfect. The music. He wanted, perfect. according to the IMDb trivia, which again, but he wanted to use the kinks for everything, and it just like didn't work. That I, I, mother's bar works fine. Hey, yeah. the the kinks are fantastic, but I just, I mean, come on, I think I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. pretty good job. Um, this pretty much gets us to the very end of the movie. Um where um, he gets the Scottish guy after shooting him with a pellet gun and pumping it way too many times. Oh, way too many times. Yeah. Um, Says, hey, I got a a proposition for you. Let me throw the script at you from 40 feet. It's a really good throw. (laughs) Um, Gets there. He's like, I've always always wanted to be in one of your plays or whatever. I want to be in one of your plays. I'm going to be in one of your fucking plays. In your fucking plays. And this is where he does the full-on dynamite rocket launcher, Apocalypse Now, whatever you want, platoon, so on and so forth. Yeah, insane. Real guns. Full metal jacket. Um, They had Asian students playing Viet Cong. I'm like, Uh okay. You got representation there, I guess. Better than Milliface, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's like it's better than the alternative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and uh, when he warned them at the beginning, uh, there's uh, complimentary eye and ear protection under your, uh, <laughs> under your seats. Uh, we recommend or we feel like using it, go right ahead. But everyone just puts it on like it's totally normal. Yeah. This is a show. This is just part of 
part of going to a show. Like going to see Gallagher, you're Mr. Go with it. Yeah. Everybody fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. But the special effects, as soon as that curtain goes up and you see those the, the set, the, the palm trees and just the just the shit, the bush, as you would call yeah. it. Were you in the shit? And it just goes oh, off shit. immediately. Uh, Max gets hit in the face with the butt of a gun, <laughs> and he says, "I'm I'm fine. Don't don't worry about it. Let's keep going. Definitely concussed, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. But that part was pretty brilliant. But there were a lot there were a lot of flashes flying out of the muzzle the muzzles of those guns. Oh it's yeah. Yeah. Reminder of a very very listen different time. That flamethrower was not crepe paper attached to a fan. There were flames no. coming out of that flamethrower. Yep, something was making that flamethrower flame, and I think, I think it was flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was so. Fire, it was fire. Uh, exactly. And you, and there's one part where you, where, where you see it go to Bill Murray's face, and he's kind of like, it's like eyes are watering because yeah. he'd been in the shit, and he's like, yep, it was kind of like that. Yeah, I was in the shit. It was kind of like that. Um, at the reception, there are, there's like a mock-up of a bunk for a yeah. soldier, and there's. It's like nude centerfolds, and these kids are like, "Yeah, this this is pretty cool. It's pretty this, cool." This felt like oh, Wet Hot American man. Summer for a second. <laughs> that oh, felt man. like a visual gag that felt at home in Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, the I don't know how they managed to get such a perfect ending out of all that, but it was pretty darn close. Everybody yeah. loves everybody for everything, from well, what I could tell. I will say. The only issue I had with the ending, because it was it was wrapped up very nicely. Everything kind of came together for these characters. Even um, Guggenheim's wife was over here dancing with uh, Max's dad. Uh, I thought my, that was his math teacher. Was it the math teacher? Oh, you're right. It was the math teacher. Yeah, yep, you're right. You're right. Not okay. Guggenheim's wife. Okay. Um, my only issue was the way that they performed the very end of it with Max and uh, Rosemary. Everyone else is like goofing off, having fun. They're like, staring longingly into each other's eyes slow dancing at the end i'm like that does not fit mm. for me y'all well, should be goofing uh, off too this felt it, i i don't think he's over you and this oh, is 100 not visual. yeah e- even with um i, I guess margaret i, I, sh- I should have gone over this early she, he treated her like shit for a long time but oh, eventually God, ever. kind of but 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 eventually like i don't know if you want to say came around and was like yeah this 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 could be a thing this could yeah. be a thing. An age-appropriate girl? I guess. Age-appropriate girl who like does like Legit model aircraft me. flying? That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But Incredible. Succulent. But I'm still going to dance with that teacher and look, just get way too close. Well, and I, it happened. I, You're she, right. I, I did like her a lot because um, when Herman walks up and wants to cut in, she's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm with him. You have your own girl and, you know. Well, mm. is it, I, I haven't met your new girlfriend. Whoa, 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 girlfriend. Yes, I'm your girlfriend. Like, I yeah, liked I her at the end of that. I liked her a lot at the end of this movie. I was just like, mm. why, why do you like this piece of shit? Granted, I don't know. I always say they're kids, teenagers, they're, they're dumb. dumb. They're dumb as hell. Oh, Margaret. So much yeah. more potential. Yeah. I guess we, we could try to explain it more. It's just so much easier to be like, their brains are like one, one half to like 60% of a full brain. So yeah, they're pretty stupid. Well, and we've seen him drink and smoke cigarettes, so his brain is awful. Yeah. He up. smokes on cigarettes. That is smokes on cigarettes. Yeah, and the end. Yeah, yeah. That's how it ends. That's that's that the end. That's it. Um, I was waiting for Fiend to come up. I'm surprised it's Wes it Anderson. Yeah, uh, fancy calligraphy. 
Uh, one of the things we like to do on this podcast is take a look at a minor character and see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dave, who are we going to dive on this week? Uh, actress by the name of Sarah Tanaka. Played, okay. Uh, right. Played Margaret Yang. Um, yeah. I've been thinking back as a movie that I used to watch. It was on Showtime all the time back when I was a kid called Race the Sun. You guys ever seen Race the Sun? Oh, Dave, oh. I'm going to pick that very soon for this podcast, I believe. What? As you should. Dana, you don't know Race As the you Sun? Should. Mm-hmm. No. She, oh, she plays shit. Uni. Road train, was, wiki wiki. Was, uh, that, uh, and they get the big guy at the very, oh, it's such a good movie, That's, I can't that, wait. Is it also Bill Murray? Uh, it is, is it, oh no, it is a Belushi. It is It's a Belushi. John, and, um, James, James. And Halle yeah. Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah. It's yeah. a, Dana, the, the plot of the 1996, movie, it's, it's yeah. fantastic. It's really it's so good. It's a, it's a bunch of Hawaiian kids. Really good. They, um, they build like a solar powered racer and they go to Australia to compete like the world championships. And it's like them trying to get across the, it's, this was Did at they a time. Did they redo this recently? Uh, maybe. But this was at a time when like solar powered cars were the thing that I know I was obsessed with as a kid. Yes. Was, like a solar powered derby car. I think yeah. Boys Life magazine featured them often. Yeah. This movie has a cast. I'm yep. It does. Yup. I almost. I think it last some. Week. I think some of the kids went on to be like, probably somewhat big stars. We're gonna cover that very soon. I might there are that people in this film. I won't give it away, but I'm very yeah. surprised. Race the sun is some shit. It. It's good. And obviously, in ninety, uh, that that was 1996 and 98. She played Margaret Yang in Rushmore. 2002. She was an uncredited student in Slackers. Another oh, podcast shit. episode. Oh yeah. Uh, around. And she played Megan Huang in Old School, the one of the dean uh, bribes to <gasps> yep, get the yep, frat kicked okay. off campus. A short film called Cigarette, then a movie called Imaginary Heroes. She did a episode of Gideon's Crossing in 2001, and she was a the voice of a pedestrian in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas in 2004. The reason why she <laughs> kind of fell off, we don't know where she went. Uh, she graduated from Brown University in the year 2000 with a degree in biology. Okay. And she graduated from the Pritzker School of Medicine at the University of Chicago in 2008 with an MD. Okay. So she is, yeah. and she's a cardiovascular surgeon in New York Jesus. City. Um, wow. So yeah, she's a she's a real fucking doctor. Oh, so that's why she ain't moves anywhere. But she's been in things that we've seen that I remembered her from. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about her. I have not seen Racist Sun in so fucking long. And there's been, we're doing it. Can't I, wait. I, I, I will, I'm going to spoil it right now. My next pick is going to be Race the Sun. Woo! When it comes back around, act surprised when I tell you guys in a week. Wait, but, isn't it? Is it mine this week? Whose turn is it? I it was your I'm pick. so confused. I Where are we? I don't know. I I'll, can I'll, pick again. Doesn't matter. If it's I'll, mine, then, then Dana's next. That's yeah. the way it usually wait. goes. Yeah. No, I thought I always went first. Anyway, we can keep talk talk about I, I, we just we just second. picked we just picked the 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 Christmas movie with the kid. We we went out of order. Oh, okay. We did the me. Christmas movie. That's totally yeah, fine. That's totally do do fine. you have one queued up or should we should we stall for time? No, we can I definitely stall have for one. Time. Are we ready? I thought no, you were insult us first. first. Insult us. Insult us. That brings us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Uh, Dirk is most likely to be the inspiration for Dwight Schrute. He's very Dwight-like. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, we didn't really name them in the movie, but Ronnie and Donnie are um, Bill Murray's kids. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie and Donnie are most likely to be a lower mid-card tag team in WWF. They're yeah. pretty bad wrestlers, but just you know, like, just get like their the Bushwhackers. The, well, Bushla- Bushwhackers, Bushwhackers are mid-card. They'd oh, be really? more like, um, like the, uh, the Godwins. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah. The, the Godwins, uh, Phineas, Phineas I. Godwin and Henry O. Godwin. Fi- fi- it's Phineas and Ferb, yeah. Godwin. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, their, their, their initials are P-I-G and H-O-G, pig and hog, and they were hog farmers. <laughs> so they'll be those guys. That was their gimmick. Okay. Uh, Magnus is most likely to have a 50-year voiceover career. The voice was tremendous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Margaret is, is most likely... Person? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a great voice. It's Margaret great. is most likely to be Max's muse. And mm-hmm. Max is most likely to be the director for Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. It's gonna go Pe- real bad. People fell from the ceiling. That's real people bad. Real, they, they went through yeah. Spider Man because people kept yes. getting hurt. They went through Spider-Man. multiple Spider Man. It was it was yeah. really, really, really rough. so many Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh as we said a moment ago, this next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we gonna watch next? It is, it is. I was thinking about this when we were recording earlier in the week. And other ideas pop in my head, but I'm gonna go with my gut. And then we're okay. gonna do Step Up. Just the first one, not Step Up to the Streets, I, not Step Up Havana Nights. I want to get okay. That's Dirty Dancing. Let's step Up Three D. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so not Havana Nights then. Step Up. No, Havana no, Nights. no. We gotta start with the original. I gotta step okay. up before I can step up to. That's that's fair. That's fully reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen these movies. I feel like I feel like I had to pick between these or um, You Got Served. And I'm like, well, I'm a B-boy, so You Got Served is my shit. This is some lollipop bullshit, so we'll see know. if it's any good or not. We'll find out. We'll I'm find excited. Out. I just want to look at Channing Tatum again. Any excuse to get Channing Tatum on the, in this podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll find some ways to wedge him in. We'll get some ways. Uh, guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, Recapping Gown Fan Club. We will keep the discussion going in there all week. Um, if you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to hop in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Dirk, with friends like you, who needs friends? Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now